Okay, welcome to episode number 85 of the Take Flight podcast. On this week's episode, we call it Time to Return to the Office. We talk about Apple um, and we talk about how Apple have asked for the employees to return back to the office, but many employees have pushed back in an internal letter. We look at what would the future of working in the office look like? and who will win the battle between Apple and its employees. In this week's episode, we discuss topics such as sharing our experience of working in the office pre and post COVID. We talk about the pros and cons for working in the office or working from home. And then lastly, we look at what would the future of working look like? So stay tuned and get ready for this episode. Okay, welcome to episode number 85 of the Take Flight podcast. How are you guys doing? Yeah, I'm well, all good, all good. Busy, right. a long yeah. week. Busy, busy period before we break off for summer, but all good, no complaints. Break off for summer, we don't break off for summer. Let's all, all, always go. <laughs> Who's breaking off for summer? Not when you work well, here. Well, at least the business, the business unit I work in, most of the colleagues will be taking off. Oh, yeah. Got you. you, you've, you've always been a part-timer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. You're right. No, no, you're right. Part-timer on full-time money. I made it work. Yeah, I know. <laughs> in the last year, you know, you've already worked a total of four months of the last 14 months with that paternity leave and all of that. <laughs> what about you, Daniel? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not bad. I'm not bad, thank you. Good, good, good. How are you doing, Olu? Yeah, how are you? And how's Bo? He said, how's the dog? <laughs> dog, dog <laughs> no, it's, um, I'm good. I'm good. Um, last weekend, I went out for brunch, and that was a lot of fun. Um, it looked it. Mate, I, just from the outfit you wore, it looked like you were about to have fun. I I, I, I had to bring out the fedora. It's, yeah, not, so. it's not always that I bring out the fedora, but when I do... You know it's a part, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone, tell me what a fedora is. But that sounded funny. Just someone, oh, what is it? It's that hat. Is you know that hat fedora? that Hollywood. Oh, okay, 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 okay. The top hat. Is it? Where's it? Called? Is it called a fedora? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought, not, I thought while we're on the topic of Ollie's clothing, no one's mentioned his gym outfit again. No. My what? <laughs> No one's mentioned my what? Your gym, your gym, your gym outfit. outfit. And then the okay. joke is, the joke is, that's not even his gym T-shirt. That's the joke. No, no, no. This is um, this is just a in a house T-shirt. His bed, um, bed T-shirt. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry about it. In terms of gym vest, I'm gonna get a gym vest soon, soon. And I'm gonna put Shuwa to shame. I see you uploading your videos. All this work. You... Where's the result? Where's the result? <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna get the one with the um strings? No, nah, not a string vest. Not a string vest. Not, none of the ones that, like where she snipes. Are you, are you talking about like a carnival? The, over the like nipple. A... <laughs> <laughs> Send me a picture of it. Send me a picture of it. Cool. See, like the old school, the old school vest, the old school bodybuilders. <laughs> where basically there's, where basically there's no very thin, where, very thin, very, very thin. It on, just on... basically shows all chests and no abs. <laughs> yeah, it's a deep hue. <laughs> send, send send me a picture of it and maybe, but speak, maybe. speaking of chest what, what can you bench though? what can you bench um i could probably lift you like bang how much you weigh i don't even know how much uh, 
wait, I can only see. Wait, wait. How much you were? He's, he's trying to stop, trying to trying to validate. <laughs> only, only, only probably could. I would say P. If I was to guess, I'd say P's weight is somewhere in the range of. But let me let me start. Let me. Pre-COVID, I'd say on on average on average the last on average the last. Do you know what kg it is, P? Let me check now. Let's get this. But I reckon Olu could probably bench press 100 kg light, so he could definitely so bench 100. Yeah, 100. 12 kg is around 80 something. No, 78 kilograms. Yeah, I'm oh, 90. I'm 90. Oh, definitely then. So I was right. Yeah, easy. Yeah, easily. Easily. When we're all back in the UK, we should do a gym session. Wait, you but, know, since we started you... this pod, since we started this podcast, right? We're on episode number what? 85, Olu. Yeah, correct. Since this podcast started, guys. This group has never met in person in one room. Ever. Yeah, it, it, show, it shows. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into Um. So, yeah, look, guys, I wanted to open this up because Daniel put in the group chat um, a few weeks ago that he had to return back to the office. And wow. Ollie, Ollie, had, Ollie, you just, you're just going to you're just going to throw Daniel under the bus like that, just right from the jump. No, I, I thought that's I thought that was the first thing when Daniel mentioned, "Hey guys, I can't record at this time. I'm going to be back in the office." And the way he said he said it didn't sound like he had a choice. It was like, "Yo, <laughs> back in the office or <laughs> find a new employment, right?" And um, last week, right, Apple sent an email out to their employees, basically saying, "Look, return back to work policy." So. Their expectation is that the employees will be back to work for a minimum of three days a week. Um, but then what was quite strange, and I sent it to you guys, was the Apple employees basically sent an internal letter <laughs> about why they don't want to go back to work. They want to keep sort of a flexible environment. So I thought, okay, cool. This would be a great topic for us to talk about because we've seen some companies like Facebook and Google basically say to the employees, look, you have the choice of working remotely as long as it's approved by your managers. And other companies like Apple basically coming out and saying, no, we're going to mandate that our employees come back to work for a minimum of three days. So why don't we first start by going around and say, who is still working remote? Who is back in the office, I think that would be a first good place to start. So, yeah. Daniel, I've sort of already mentioned it for you, but where you I'm, where I'm, you at? Mine's, uh, at the moment, I'm still working remotely, still working from home. Although the company's stance since September last year was if you have any sort of reasons for wanting to come into the office on you know a, a number of days a week, you can come into the office. And that was fine if you had, for example, you live in alone, it wasn't good for your mental health and you wanted that interaction, they encouraged it. Our office never actually fully closed down. We've been open throughout due to the nature of our business. However, since September went into another lockdown in December, but earlier this year in April specifically, there was a town hall and we were said that managers and team leaders should start coming into the office at a minimum of two, three day, two or three days a week by the end of April and end of May. We were then communicated a few weeks ago that everyone else they would like to see returning into the office for a minimum of three days a week by 21st of June, which is when the original 
easing of restrictions will also take place, although we now know that's going to be delayed by uh, a maximum of four weeks. During that period of between when it was communicated and the 21st of June, we were all encouraged to start coming back to the office to see what your commute would look like, what it's like in the office, your level of comfortability, etc. It wasn't it wasn't mandated that you had to, but it was strongly mm. encouraged. And in some departments, what is, what is it wasn't really an option. It was, I, I recall seeing someone on Instagram, uh, a colleague, uh, not, not a direct colleague, but someone who also works in the organisation, he said, oh, I'm going in for my optional um, days in the office, which he said are not really optional, which I completely agree with. Um, but now that we've we've had a new directive by the government, I, I'm we're waiting to hear what all the June 21st looks like. But originally speaking, I thought it was a very strong message, given that we've all been well adapted to working from home. I do understand that this isn't forever. Um, you know, you've had many CEOs, especially in the banking industry, Jamie Dimon, um, um, Solomon, uh, CEO of Goldman Sachs, saying things about this is just, you know, it's abnormal and we need to correct it as soon as possible. Uh, and I'm sure we'll get into the conversation. I can share more further. But as it stands, I'm working remotely. Um, fingers crossed. I don't know how long for, but this isn't going to last forever. But at the moment, yeah, we just see how it rolls out. <laughs> Daniel as, sounds as concerned. As soon as you get a text message, <laughs> I'll see you on Monday. <laughs> I want to say I want to say I'm concerned. But you sound it's, concerned. It's it's, it's 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 very different, and we'll get into the meat of it later. But yeah, let me let me keep it that for now. What about you, P? Where you at? Yes, yeah, so I'm. I'm currently. I'm currently um, driving a hybrid model where I'm basically at the start of the week, kind of determining based on my meetings when I want to um, go into onto campus and when I want to work from home. Um, so it's really driven by my meetings. Um, mm. I tend to do Monday and Tuesday as much as best as I can on campus, mostly because um, Lauren and, and Karim are off. So they're in the house making noise and running around the place. So it makes sense to be in the office and then and then sort of Thursday, Friday work from home. Um, so I think I think that works well uh, because you get a, you get a sense of flexibility, a sense of freedom. You can kind of still design your week how you feel. And in terms of how things are working for the company, so for me, for me, although I'm based in Basel, I'm actually working for the Nordic organization. And actually, funny enough, we're having this episode today. They sent out a communication today or this morning around, no, no, no. <laughs> it's basically around starting to open things up, at least for those in the, the four countries, right? Norway, Denmark, Sweden, Finland for people to start having more face-to-face -face meetings, encourage you to come to the office. So, so unlike Daniel's policy, very, very soft encouragement, right? Very soft mm. push. So for me, I'm pretty much just a lone ranger on the campus. So I just kind of, um, there are a lot more people on the campus, but I, I don't think it will ever go back to how it was before. Yeah. So um, it'll be interesting. Um, so yeah, well, hybrid, sure? hybrid is the way forward. Yeah, very similar to uh, Pabila's situation. I think at the moment, it's still all remote. Um, no significant changes yet. But of course, because Pabila and I uh, have roles based or supporting the same part of the organization in terms of a geographical standpoint, then same message received that after the summer break, uh, they recommend that for those that would like to, please start to go out and meet externally, meet together with your teams, etc. 
Um, and at least from what I hear, I sense there's, a, there's an actual appetite within the teams to meet in person, meet their colleagues because it's been so long. Um, but there's been no hard top-down rule as such, but still very flexible and open for each team to decide what they should do and how they want to do it. Cool. Yeah. What about for you? myself, um, you got a new role as well, innit? So they must be definitely yeah, trying to get you into the office. No, so <laughs> my current role is so remote. Like, um, I'm working with a team in the US. In, in terms of based in London, um, it's only oh, myself and my manager. Everyone else is based remotely. So for me, it doesn't really make any sense for me to be in an office apart from maybe the ability to concentrate or interact or communicate with the HQ team who are based in London. Um, but yeah. When you, when you right. say concentrate, when you, when you say concentrate, what do you mean? I think we'll get into that, right? About okay, the pros okay. and cons. We'll get pros into and that cons, and then yeah, we can yeah. switch into that, right? What are the pros and cons of working in the office or working at home? And I find working at home, you get more distracted by being at home. Now, if you have a partner or you might or have if kids. You've got a dog. Or, if you've got or, a dog. Or, <laughs> or puppy, <laughs> or puppy, you get more distracted um, being physic, um, being at home versus actually being in the office where you can go there. Um, if you wanted to lock yourself in a meeting room or an office, you can do that and limit sort of the interaction you have with people. Obviously, there are distractions when it comes to employees. Um, let me get my charger. Employees, but in most cases, you can limit that by being. In the office, but I'll, I'll I'll counter that, and well, maybe it's because I'll say I counter it with, with experience. I went into the office the last Friday of May, um, just to see what it's like, just to you know prepare myself for the June twenty first, and it was my first time working in the office since March last year. The commute was fine; it was a Friday, so it was quite empty. Um, that building, there's hardly anyone in the office, so it was it will be very different to what it will be like come everyone returning to the office or a week where everyone's returning to the office. And also our company wouldn't be the only one returning that week, so you could expect the volume to be a lot higher in your commute mm. and in the city of London. But within our office, you know, it's very well done in terms of making it COVID secure. There's plastic shields between each desk and dividers, a maximum of three people in the meeting rooms, etc. Um, we have to wear masks around the building except when you're at your desk. And for me, because I've been working from home, I've been very used to being able to stretch my legs, walk into another room just to get up. And being in a tracksuit versus a suit. Well, 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 well <laughs> not, not even that, because I, I, went, I, went, I went in casually anyway. I went in casually. I went okay. in jeans and a t-shirt, jeans and a, and, a, um, and a shirt. But, you know, just walking around and getting fresh air. When I was in the office, because you have to wear the mask every time you get up your desk, off your desk, when I want to stretch my legs, I felt suffocated that I have to keep wearing a mask around the office just to stretch my legs. And that's one mm. thing I didn't like. I also felt that it's, you know, we've all adjusted to working from home and now having to readjust to being back into the office where music can't just be played out loud. You have to wear headphones um, or earphones and the sense of monitoring, not that you do anything that you shouldn't, but it just feel like you're being watched. And there wasn't like, that freedom or trust to do what you need to do. Although there was no management around, it was just me. Um, and, and they moved my desk, which I was annoyed. Daniel, you um, sound pissed. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this, no, this, you no, I'm, sound I'm, I'm basing this. Pissed. I'm basing this on my experience of just one day, and of course, mm. it's and that's what I'm, that's the point I'm I making. That's just I one day. I, yeah, I one no, but also, I 
no, but also I didn't have the communication of like my colleagues and friends in the office just being like, I'm not, got, I've got no one to talk to for the whole day, put it that way. And you know, I've had issues with my back. My back was messed up that day. Like I got, I think I was even during, during work, I was like, right, this chair is really not doing it for me. <laughs> About three hours in, I was like, this chair is really not doing it for me. Um, and then to add salt to the wound, I didn't get home till almost midnight because the trains, and this is why I don't miss commuting, the trains were cancelled because there was an electrical issue at Finsbury Park. <laughs> so imagine, first day back in 15 months, and then now your commute, you're now not getting home till close to midnight. And yeah, Daniel, better, on that, you better, on you, better that jump, you, you better jump on that property investing, bro. Sound like you need some freedom, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you mean stocks? You mean stocks? Yeah. Nah, nah. Because because while that train, while, listen, listen. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Whilst that train was 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 cancelled, them stocks were tied up. You need some cash flow, bro. <laughs> you need some cash flow. But Daniel, for you to get home at, at midnight, what time did you actually leave the office? Oh, I left the office at four thirty. No, man. Oh so, my! God. <laughs> you need to. So you I, need... I, I even so okay. I didn't go directly home, but if I, I went, if I had gone directly home, even at that time, trains were cancelled from that time. But it's just that I hadn't checked the time, train times to go home. It's just that I went to see my mum, and I was like, okay, let me now go home. Then I looked, and I was like, oh, the trains have been cancelled since the afternoon. And the thing is, I didn't even go to my station. I had to go far out, and Melissa had to come pick me up. Twenty twenty-five minute drive. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> now you know now you know why I'm really against <laughs> going back anytime soon because the, the great the, the great railway isn't always um isn't always reliable. So for you the That's key reasons I'm... are the key reason for you is the freedom the that you get it's for being in the it's office the and the commute and the commute. It's 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 right. a it's a number of things. It's 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 the it's the commute, it's the time, yeah. it's the flexibility. Mm. The flexibility is one of the main, the main things. Is the flexibility to choose when you want to go into the office. Mm. Like P said, he arranges and schedules his week for around when when he has meetings. Cash flow. Yeah. Even if I go into the office, my meetings, apart from internal meetings, I'm not seeing clients face to face. They're not even they're not even yeah. in the office. And if they are, they're not even going to say you can come, or they can't even come to our office. So it's still mm. going to be done virtually. The, the the one thing, of course, that is missing is that interaction with colleagues. And having that organic conversation, mm. those casual conversations in common areas, that's one thing that is missed. But when it comes to your, your actual work and output and productivity, because I I'm think a lot of, at home. Well, yeah, I, 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 would argue, I would argue that your work, or I, let me speak for myself, and maybe you guys can, Shawal and um, P, you can chime in. But I would say that I find my quality of work is better when I'm in the office due to the fact that I'm able to collaborate with people. Like when I was reading this Apple letter from the employees, one question I asked myself was, would the iPhone have been created if all these people were working remotely? But maybe not, but I think one of the key questions or one of the no, one, it's, it's, one it's, thing it's, that should direct to answer, no, no, the answer is no. One thing that should direct to answer is, I think it's all, this all varies and, and is dependent on the industry and the work you do. Of course, if you're, for example, if you're a car manufacturer, you can't be working from home. What are you doing? No, but let's take even even if we look at even if we look at like finance element, right? No, by you right, being I, in I the in so. the in the room, right? By being able to talk, you start to realize maybe gaps in the financials or whatever based on conversations and interactions and collaboration. 
And I think by us being isolated, the quality of, because we're thinking it from, um, and I understand we're thinking it from an individual element. Yeah. I'm thinking of it as if I'm the CEO or shareholder of this business, what is right for me and my company? And I think what's right for me and my company would be for my employees to be back in the office to be able to collaborate and provide more productivity and better quality of work because they're not isolated anymore in a community. And that's me personally. What about yourself, Shua? Um, I think, yeah, I think the truth, I honestly think the truth is in the middle. And I think, and I think um, corporations should look at the hybrid model and, and, and giving teams the mandate to design how they want to basically use the time in the office. Because I'll go back as far as saying, even before the COVID, it never made any sense to be at the office or working Monday to Friday. Friday was always a day where, where people sort of took it off or didn't necessarily work as hard. So I actually believe that you could actually get a lot of your work done from Monday to Thursday, right? Then COVID came and then we've had the disruption. So so you could easily say that four days is necessary. I, I so should two, I pay you days... for four days? What do you mean? So, like you said, Friday, people would chill, not really work, whatever. Okay, so put you on a four-day contract, and you work Monday to Thursday, and let me save that extra day that you're slacking or, or people used to previously. No, slack. no, no, but that's... I'm thinking it from, yeah. But that's not part-time. I didn't say, I didn't say anything about part-time. No, nah, you're so productive that I think... No, no, you're... What, I'm saying, what I'm saying is mm. people can have that Friday off at home and be more casual on that day. Because, because they, I don't think they were as productive in the office anyway. So I'm making a case as to why a hybrid model works, not necessarily working part-time. So, so if you give people that flexibility and they feel like they've got a three-day weekend, I think it helps the sort of um, work-life balance and things of that nature. But why, why would you... you be, keep saying three-day yeah, weekend? That's, that, that's, I'm paying you to work <laughs> a certain amount of days. <laughs> like, no, but, it, like, but, but people work on a Friday, yeah, but just not as... Ad- I'm just saying, generally, I, th- I think the trend, but just not as heavy from Monday to, especially not as heavy on Monday. They, they, Depends they, on the they, meetings. They, they, they relax the gears. They relax the gears. Come on. So no, what I'm yeah. saying to you is, do they need to be in the office for that? Or can they be at home? The question right, is so, now yeah. is, are you paying people for the work they do? Or are you paying them for warming the seats in the office? And I think that's only where that comes to, you're asking about payment. Is should I pay you for four days because you're only in the office for four days? Or should I pay for five days just that you come in on the fifth day and you warm the seat? <laughs> And you look like you're busy, which is something that the article nah, was but, alluding because to. The reason why I said that was because the way P explained it was like on Friday, most people are not that productive. And maybe like when you said three day weekend, all of that stuff. So really it's not impacting the results. Like in terms of if they were to do four days or five days, it sounds like they'll get the exact same amount of results. And that is like, I just think by hybrid model and working from home allows underperformers to hide. Right. Because if you look at certain industries, especially companies, you you kind of you're responding to me by saying that you might want to. But I I see (laughs) the point you're making. I see the point you're making. No, 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 not you. I'm not responding (laughs) to you. I'm not because you. I know you're a top performer in whatever you do. Now you're patronizing. Now you're patronizing. Now you're patronizing. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) No, but building that point. Go on. I know what you mean. Continue. But I, I believe the difficulty. Like I think about myself here, managing a team. Right. How would you guys manage a team where they're fully remote? Like it's a completely different world. And sure, well, maybe you chime in and say, but I just personally think that 
a lot of companies and the companies that we work for have 50, 60,000 employees plus, right? And there's so many people that hide in companies, right? They say like maybe the top 10% are yep. really the ones that are driving efficiency and productivity, right? So by creating this relaxed, hybrid work from home model, are we now creating a system where people are working or hiding under the radar and not really being productive? There no. was an article of one guy who was in California and he applied for six different companies, right? Got the good jobs, yeah? And he was like, I'm just waiting to see when they'll fire me. And he was getting, because he was remote and not physically in the office, he was trying to balance six different jobs. And he wasn't really doing a good job, let's be honest. So how do you manage that sort of challenging? Yeah. So, so maybe just quickly a couple of points before you then we go through. Well, I think you're talking about bad apples and good apples. And I think it's up to the mm. employer to determine you know, I'm not getting any production out of this individual, whether we're in the office or not in the office, I need to let that person go. But I would yeah. always, I would actually say the hybrid gives an opportunity for those that are high performing to, to even to, to be even to be even stronger at what they do, because now you're giving them an opportunity to, to be closer to family and, and have that flexibility, which I think most people want to be able to have. I, I personally think for some associates, it's made them happier to be able to design. So, um. Uh, yeah, in terms of in terms of going back to Daniel's point, I think you measure on output, not on seats being warmed. And this is what the COVID has created a, a thought and a thinking around, right? That model and how things should be measured, because um, people are people are in the office, not getting much done, but you can see them. But question I'll ask you is, based on people working from home or mm. not in the office, has the output and result been better than what it was? working because that argument for me would make sense if the results were better and i think a lot of the executive and meetings and town halls i've heard have always been like oh we've been able to cope or we've been able to do the same mm. i've never mm. heard we've been able to innovate or like change the game or come out with a new product or do something and if that was the case, then I'll say, you know what, working for more makes sense. Somehow people are becoming more creative, more productive, whatever, etc. What I'm seeing right now is people working from home and are being able to do their job, what they were able to do before from home, right? But I'm thinking from a CEO, shareholder of a business. I'm thinking if Pabilo and Shua, you think of your property company, right? <laughs> What would you want <laughs> no, wait, wait, for your employees to do? Why did you laugh? <laughs> wait, I didn't laugh. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, oh, no, what laugh, would you want wait. for your employees to do? Well, all I know is mobile and hybrid and, and not seeing my team in person, right? I've never met half of the... I've never met anyone that runs the property mm. business for myself. Mm. So for me, look, this is what I believe. There are great people that are good at what they do and they will always be good at what they do. And, cool. and if you've got them in your team, you'll always get good production. And that's what it comes down to. Whether you have someone that works from home or from the office, they will give you great production. And that's what it comes down to. Now, to your point, Olu, I, I, I agree with you. That wave of innovation and that ability to, to sort of be cutting edge in, in front of the market, time will tell. Because I still think companies are adjusting to, I think we'll need a couple of years to see if that we could do that. But I think companies haven't tanked in this period. Well, not like, not haven't tanked, but like at least for the company that we work for, we haven't gone, you know, we haven't hit the floor because everybody's been working from home. So I just think it's about good. It's about people that that were always good. And those that, those, that, I think the questions around, if you wasn't 
good at what you were doing before, time to panic. Why? You can get... I can, I can Why? hide an you... HR, HR might not even remember that I'm employed and I'm still getting a salary every single day. Because... <laughs> <coughs> Gosh, well, maybe sure yeah, you want to say a few things. Just like a, a couple of personal reflections. So I think the piece that I definitely have missed in the last year, which would have been great in person, is meeting new colleagues face to face because I think if you're able to meet these people in person you can just build a better rapport but I think with exercises when you're doing group exercises or it's like group thinking together a solution or projects or um, a, a problem together doing that virtually you do have access to lots of tools and stuff but honestly sometimes it's just easier to all be in a room together with a few whiteboards post-its and just work through situations together so that's an element that I miss, and I sense that this is probably, I would assume a lot of people, they miss that element of work. Maybe not the commute or the train failing or this type of stuff, but that kind of connection with people. I know that's something that I've definitely missed, and it would have made my role a lot easier. I think building on your your comment, Olu, I think, and this is a little bit also what Pibila was saying, I don't think people actually want to have one or the other. People probably just want the option of choosing what they think is right. And then in the option of choosing what they think is right, it's down to the company and the organization to determine if that output is basically in line with expectations. You, you asked that question earlier about the property side of things. So Pabila has mentioned already, we've never met majority of the people that we work with mm. or it's basically outsourced to people who are meeting it in person. Now, for me, I actually don't care what time they do it or how they do it, as long as the result at the end is delivered. And then everything else in between, they're given the autonomy to, to work out. And I think personally, that's how most of these organizations should be moving, where they give people the option of what works best for, for them. It's harder as an employer to do that because you're giving away that traditional sense of control. But I think if you don't give that option, you'll end up losing really good talent who appreciate that flexibility and who can probably deliver even more if they're given that flexibility. And by not giving them that option, forcing them to do this arbitrary rule. But I think, I think well, you, at that point you just said, Daniel, that point you just mentioned, right, about you and Pabilo haven't met your team, right? But if you look at your specific teams, right, if you were looking for a property manager, if he was based, let's say, for example, your properties were based in London and he was based in Manchester, you would not want him managing your properties. Like, you can be remote but your team needs to be close to your property. Just the same way as like a CEO, CFO, you need a team that might need to be in Nordic or close to the customer or whatever. But that's the part that I think you cannot move Agreed. from. And that's, yeah. But, but then with that, I think that again is linked to what's the output that's desired. If the output Correct. is you need someone to be close to a, lo a specific location, then mm -hmm. it makes sense to hire there. But if the output is something that can be, generalized and it's not tied to a specific geography then mm. why not why not go remote or give people the option uh, to do i it? think i think where you start to think about that is let's say for example correct the output is not generic to a particular geography or location but now you create a team and every single one of them is in different time zone how are you going to get work done that's why normally when you have a team right you want to say okay this team will be in the same time zone effectively if possible, because they are able to collaborate and get stuff done in the same time zone in most cases. That's why you find maybe your HQ finance team might all, all be in London versus one in Shanghai, one in this place. And I think 
it's a collaboration element. And I, I totally agree with you guys that, yes, the work can be done. Cool. But I'm talking about not just I, doing I think... what needs to be done and exceeding. And I don't feel like <clears throat> that's happening um, during this particular time think, or the last I think, 18 I think the months. Best, I think the best, and I'll give it to Daniel, I think the best scenario, blue sky vision, given what we've just experienced in the last 18 months, is for teams to decide which days they want to come in together as a team. Right, so it may be Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday we're off, and I think that kind of flexibility and ability to sort of work that way, I think, I I know it can also drive up the level of happiness and and, and fulfillment with associates because the reason why they feel unlike Daniel, they feel like they're in control to some extent. You see what I'm trying to say? So the 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 teams deciding when they can come in together, I think, is a good idea. Yeah, I'm I'm not totally against the hybrid model um, or, or work remotely. I definitely want to want to work remotely full time. That's one thing I know. But I think we've often said that the, the phrase work life balance, I think it should be like work life choice, because there's no real balance in it. It's just choosing when you want to be in the office, choosing when you want to be at home. So you have that flexibility. And something that we're kind of facing now, and as you know, like Melissa, my wife is doing her ACCA, and we've been talking about some of the things she's been studying. Um, or re revising for exams and it was something that came up was strate strategic drift and this is um, something where uh, can be defined where a gradual deterioration of competitive action that results in the failure of an organization technology and respond to changes in the business environment and of course with the environment that we are now where people want the hybrid model they want the flexibility and the choice if companies don't adapt they have the ability to drift and to lose talent whether it's top talent middle talent or bottom talent they could lose talent and you liken that to is it blockbuster netflix years ago netflix offered to kind of was it buy a blockbuster or partner with them and you know when was the last time like, blockbusters we know went out of business everything is now online and being streamed that was an opportunity for blockbuster and in if if some companies aren't careful you know i think one example was yesterday uh, Morgan Stanley, chief executive, <laughs> he, he sent a tough message. He said, if you can go into a restaurant in New York City, you can come into the office and we want you in the office. And if <laughs> put it, he put it bluntly. Um, and he he yeah, he put it bluntly. Um, and to ultimately, some for some organizations, some businesses, typically banks in the banking industry, many have said they want their traders, their staff back in by July, you know, US and in Europe and by the very latest September. And if you don't like it, unfortunately, move. But I think this is also down to something that's a culture. It's part of the tradition. You know, in the banking industry, they believe that you learn and on the job, and especially the interns and the junior bankers can learn from being around the more senior people. It's very difficult to say what's right. And I guess in five to 10 years, we'll see the ramifications of the decisions these organizations make but it also has to be relevant to the industry i'm not saying i want to work remotely full-time and to be honest if i have a major problem with it i leave i'm not being held at ransom saying i have to stay if i really don't like the culture or the values of a company you leave don't you, you don't stay where you where you don't where you don't feel like you belong you leave and you find an alternative but it's just with all of the, what's been happening people have felt that they've had a better um a better work-life balance for lack of a better term they've had a better 
um, mental fitness. They've been able to do other things that they wouldn't have had to do or wouldn't have had time to do otherwise. And also has resulted in a less, a lot less absenteeism from work. There are many pros and cons of, you know, working from home, work remotely. A lot of psychological uh, studies have gone into this about how this affects one's productivity and performance at work of being able to have the choice because you wouldn't get burnt out as quickly um, and many other things. But that's, yeah, I could go on for hours and ramble on about, you know, benefits and also, you know, wanting to be at home and also wanting to be in office. But something Shabal said earlier was about, you know, some things missed is about that, that collaboration with, with colleagues about, you know, in a whiteboard um, and, you know, bringing up some ideas. It's funny because I was listening, I was reading a, <laughs> he's just laughing, man. Because after you finish, I'll say something. <laughs> I was reading a post by Stephen Bartlett, who, um, who of course we know is um, joining the drag Dragons Den. And he put a post saying, never has he come up with an idea or innovative, some innovative creation by being in a room of people, by having whiteboards out, by doing three-day you know, interventions, etc. The best innovation and creative ideas have come from when he's in the shower, going for a walk, thinking doing something that's just not related that's to very true. work specifically. And I, I, was, I thought about that. I thought, and I thought, you know, when I, I think it was yesterday, I was coming up with some ideas and I was in the shower. It's like, you never really get these ideas when you're at work. It's always when you're not at work. And that's when you're scrambling for a piece of paper <laughs> and a pen to write something down or to put something in your phone because you had some creative juice flowing. Pete, what's so funny? No, so a couple of <laughs> things. So one, to that point, I totally agree. I think one of the things, this is actually not part of the episode, but a great takeaway for us is... The question for us always, where do you do your best thinking? And more than likely, you're right, it's not on the office table. It's usually for a walk or, or cooking. But that's, or, or... but that's thinking, right? No, and no, no. Thinking but thinking no, is different no, from no, building. Wait. No, but wait, wait. But it's the thoughts that actually feed into the build process, right? If you haven't taken time totally out to reflect, agree. then you're just entering rubbish. So... Um, that's thing. What, what, anyways, my, the reason why I'm laughing is because I just I just say it anyway. I would have loved to have seen you that evening where you got home at twelve, bro. You must you know have Pete, been. Pete, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was imagining Daniel in the car. Melissa's just picked him up, and I was think I could hear Daniel's voice in my head, kissing, kissing like... his teeth, kissing his teeth, vexed, and not saying anything, as well, and his being quiet. No, do, do, do you know? From, do you know what's worse? It's the fact that I even had my electric scooter to carry as well. And it was, I chose that day. No one told me going on that Friday. I chose that day. I chose Wait, that day. I swear you guys, your trains on those days. Your yeah. trains don't on work those, on those Fridays. On those days, you actually have to look up to the sky and start being grateful for all the things that you have. Otherwise, you'll lose it. And you definitely lost it. You definitely lost it. 100%. Let's, let's do pros and cons of... of... <laughs> Olu, we're going to do pros and cons. Yeah, let's just go around. I think we've all addressed. Um, let's just summarize what are some of the pros we believe wait, are the wait, pros. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, so before, before we do that, so Olu, you're very much about being in the office. You said your role is very remote because you Olu's hardcore. Yeah. So, so, how, so, how are you going to, you know, counter that? <laughs> how am I going to what? Counter that. You said you get the people at home get distracted, many distractions, but your role's remote. I'll, phys I'll go physically into office because one, I'll be able to cal oh, collaborate with my manager. Not every day, on the ground, but I'll be able soldier. to collaborate. I'll be able to collaborate. And I think a lot of this we're thinking from um, an individual element, right? If I was thinking it from an individual element, I'll say, you know what? I don't want to commute because that's what's good for me. I want to be at home because I get to the freedom of 
when I want to take an afternoon nap, I can. But I'm thinking of it more of what, what? environments you need to <laughs> really. Yeah, I know. I know under everyone in this call is taking. Wait, wait, excuse me. Under, I know everyone here has taken a lunchtime nap <laughs> since the COVID time. And if any of you tries to pretend like you haven't taken an afternoon nap, that's a lie. The question, Ollie, is, Ollie, the, the, question, the question is on that one, you plan to sleep for how long? How long do you actually sleep for? That's the question. I slept for my allocated hour because I had meetings on to 8, 9 p.m. So Ollie, just, I was able Ollie, to... Yeah, just to very quickly challenge you on that, dude. But what if, yeah. you, what, if you, what if you have a team and the team wants to work remotely? If you have a team that wants to work remotely. Now, and then you as the you as the, this, the leader tells So this is the part that I also wanted to talk about because I saw I read this Apple um letter, internal letter, and the first thing I felt was entitlement. And I feel like we're creating a generation of entitlement, right? Because all of these people, my team at whatever, would have signed a particular contract. And that contract would have said, either you're working in an office, normally all our contracts have a location in which you need to go to. Now, if I'm working with my team, I think you need to get a hybrid version of it. Maybe you say, okay, one day a week or whatever, we can work when we don't need to really collaborate. But at the end of the day, my, my view is just all these great companies that we're talking about, even if it's Amazon, Google, all of this, they would never have been created if they were individuals in remote locations working it well, will never happen they're creating, they're, creating, they're creating garages so they were created but they weren't created by individuals even if you read the amazon um warren buffett they got a group of people a lot of people don't know about the original founders because they're not the sexy people that everyone talks about but it's a group of people that are building <laughs> it together yes you can go for a walk you could be in the shower and come up with an idea yes a lot of ideas are created in silence in reflection but when it comes to building you need to mm. have a team. Even I look yeah, at Beckley Rose Property Solution, I would not have been able to create that by myself. I could have come up with an idea, but I wouldn't be able to build that unless I created a team of people, um, a team, Nathan, and even like the cleaners and everything like that to be able to build it. Now, with that oh, chest yeah. and those soldiers, soldiers, <laughs> soldiers, and soldiers, gym and gym mate, you, well. you're doing it by yourself, <laughs> trust me. Um, but go ahead, sure, go ahead. No, no, but even just to challenge that a little bit, Oli, because I think mm. if we look historically, historically, everything's been based on the old rules, and the old way mm. of working, right? We've yeah. only really been in this new environment the last year. And even then, it's it's a lot of exceptional circumstances, but people are still locked down in their respective countries. We can't go out as freely as we would. We can't travel. We can't do all the other things that we normally would do. So I think also coming to the conclusion that nothing was built in this environment, it's only been like a year really working like this mm. in with lots of other external circumstances which have mm. been negative versus almost 100 years of this previous model that, of course, will right. deliver results because it has been. So I think there is a potential that even right now there could be companies being created that end up being 10 times bigger than some of the largest companies now that we just probably aren't even aware of. Um, it could we'll work. Come, we'll come back and see that, right? But I would, <laughs> I, would, I, would, um, I would want to interview those founders and yeah. see if they all met up in a WeWork or whatever together to actually get this created and work. But I just think collaboration and collaboration in person is is a game changer no, like even when look, yeah. I, I don't think i don't think we 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 disagree there i just think mm. 
design how you collaborate over the course of a week is what we're talking about and i don't think i think once companies get more comfortable with being able to find a way to do it for the Mm. for sustainable period of time i think the innovation will definitely come back and you'll start to see um i mean there have been you know startups that have, have taken off and done really well i just think it's about um not having any more one or the other and how do you basically design it in the middle? That's what I personally Bush, just think. So, so uh, P, P, I totally agree with you. Like hybrid is the best in any in any scenario, right? Too much of anything or one thing is not good, right? Having a mix mm-hmm. of it is. But I'm trying to make it more binary. Of if I had to think of working from home or in the office, and it's only those are the two options: working from home or in the office. Which one would I go for? For me personally, working in the office would be the more successful out of the two based on even if we think about challenges of onboarding there's some people that have had to onboard during mm-hmm. this covid people that they don't know, they don't know anyone like the retention in those in that population is so low because they can't get into the culture of the company they can't really they don't even know who to talk to when it, they need to find issues P- they ping you hey do you, do you have a second to talk ah, nah, this is going to be long. Like, like it's that whole onboarding challenge um, because people working remotely is so difficult. I think if you if you try to make a binary and just say working from home or in the office, I would go with working in office. But I do believe that a more hybrid solution and maybe let's spend the last five minutes on just really talking about what do we believe the future of work is going to look like. So you don't want to do the pros and cons. I think we've discussed that with sort of our arguments in, in regards yeah, I think to it. Probably from our experiences or yeah. views, I think we've conveyed the, the pros or the. So let's just quickly go round of what we think the future would be look will look like. So P, just what quickly, do you think just, just just before we go there, just I have one question for everyone. Yeah, one question, big boy question. What do you guys think about bringing back the suit and tie? What? For- <laughs> For when we record episodes, or just in no, general? not for when we for work. Because <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, and, and the thing is, I'm, I'm obviously asking the question to, to two guys in particular that would basically be three piece suited up. So, Daniel, what's your thoughts on that? Have you okay? Let me ask a question. Have you thought about at any point in time bringing that back because it makes you feel a certain way and a certain look? Sure. What do you think? And the reason why I ask the question is personally. Part of me has been thinking about why not. So that's all I want to ask the question. Oh, we're so going to see you... Instagram videos in P in the suits <laughs> talking about <laughs> properties. It's <laughs> <laughs> not about to happen. Similar courses in three piece suits. <laughs> it's an interesting question, you know. Interesting question. I say interesting because it's more. It's a more traditional way of looking and working i think we've adapted over the years into a more casual look even in the banking sector and industry where the tie has often been dropped and it's a shirt with a jacket and often if you're going to meetings wear a tie i've been to many meetings where i'm the only one wearing a tie and i look overdressed it's been very how do you how do you feel how do you feel i still feel fine i still feel fine i felt fine wearing a tie I felt fine wearing a suit. But would I always want to wear a suit? Most likely not. But I knew that the business etiquette and for me was to wear a suit. As we adapt, it all depends on your clients and your customers. 
who am I going to see? What position are they in? What are they likely to wear? If, for example, if I'm going to go and talk to a tech guy, you're not going to wear a suit. You have to come dressed so that you're looking like you're speaking the same language. If you can't, if they can't relate to you, if they feel like you're too overdressed, too professional, you're not going to have that organic rapport. It's going to be very much a stiff conversation. So I think you have to dress in a way that you will be respected, be listened to, and also um, achieve a fruitful and um, productive outcome to what you're trying to do or or, or work. I'm in full full agreement with with Daniel. And and I, I definitely thought about this because before I relocated to Stockholm, because it was a new job, I bought like seven new suits and spent like a mini fortune on them. Jeez, then, how many? Then, COVID, then COVID happened and none of that got worn. <laughs> so it's just collecting <laughs> dust in my office. But then now though, when I go back to the office, the odd occasion that I do when I'm back in, in, in Sweden, I have worn it and it's actually felt good. The tie I think is completely over. Tie I probably won't ever wear again, but wearing a suit and like a fresh white shirt felt really nice actually. And that's a feeling that I would, would, again, it's personal reasons. I would like to do that. But I think Daniel makes a great point that if it's an external visit, or say if I was visiting, I was back in the UK and I was speaking to my build team, am I going to go to their office with like a shirt and tie? I don't think it'll make them feel comfortable, right? So I think that element of external experience dressing for them is is a great great suggestion by and, and exactly to that point just real quick the reason why i asked the question was around the feeling because mm. i know how a suit makes you feel okay tie or no tie and yeah, the reason yeah, why it, I say it, it makes you feel good yeah makes yeah. you feel great and so i'm just thinking about there's an importance in making yourself feel a certain way when you're heading to work right because there have been times where I'm not wearing a suit and I'm going to work and I know how I feel. Right? And I've seen the way you walk, you walk very differently. The just, bounce you have just, when you've got a suit and shirt. And when when Pavilo's got a suit and shirt on and he's got a head shave, the way this guy walks, you think he owns a company. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what, it, that's what it does to you. So I just wanted to see what you guys are feeling from that standpoint. But um, Oli, you haven't said anything. Go ahead. There's... um. This, do your suits still fit? Yeah, they still fit. When we talk. <laughs> okay, just 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 check it. Just check it. One does. One does. Um, go ahead. <laughs> no, I think look, we're coming up on time, so let's just quickly go around and just say what do we feel like, or what do we think the future of work is going to look like, um, and then we'll wrap up. So, so I don't mind yeah. going quickly first. So I think for me, the future is all about flexibility. I think. People want to be autonomous and they want to be given the freedom to do what they want as long as they're being able to deliver against a measurable output. So I think the future is flexibility. That's definitely my own preference and what I would like to be included in. I can go next. I'll go next quickly. Yeah, go ahead. So for me, it's going to be a model where you can truly measure results. Um, I think that's going to be really the future and whichever company is able to start to, instead of just measuring how long people work based on them being in physical location, but more focuses on results and the ability to measure that and track it will win. Um, But I do believe that the future of work will be more flexible, but it will still hold the traditions of meeting and collaborating in a physical location because us as human beings were social community um, 
um, human species. So that's the way that we best work is in a group of people and communicate, um, collaborating. I, I just, um, I, I've, I really believe that the truth is somewhere in the middle. I think that's the best model that would work. I honestly think that the future of work is going to go back to how it was eventually. Because I just, and it may, and it may just mean that it will take quite some time for that to happen. But I think once people start getting back into the office and they start perhaps showing the benefits again of working together and being together, it's going to put some pressure on those that are working from home to then come into the office. So I, and then once you get the executives going back, you pretty much don't really have much of a choice. Um, so I think it will just take quite some time for that to happen. But I think in the end, it's, it's going to be like an 80% to 20% model of those that are, um, uh, for, I'm talking about, I'm actually, I'm referring to the big multinational, large companies, startups, smaller companies. I'm not too sure how that work. And for me, I, I just think it's going to be a hybrid model. Um, as more millennials look to for full-time employment, I think they're going to feel entitled to have the flexibility and freedom, whether that means they will be in certain roles, maybe not, depending on the industries, maybe not. However, I think that many will adapt to how we are right now and the pandemic has really amplified and caused uh, a paradigm shift in the way we work and how we live, trying to accommodate for people's personal lives as well. People trying to go back to how they were and thinking, you know, I was working Monday to Friday, being burnt out, having two days of rest, but also having a family and other responsibilities just isn't viable and isn't life. Many of them will want the choice of being able to be at home to do other things, but also have the flexibility and choice to be in the office when and should they need to be for business reasons. The reason I say this is, you know, a lot of us want that freedom to work remotely wherever. But the truth is, if we want to be paid, say, London salary, <laughs> live in London and be close to the office. Uh, it's not like, you know, for example, working and getting a London salary now living up north in, say, Leeds, <laughs> where you can live like a king on a London salary. That's not going to be, you know, that, 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 that can't run. But I think that there will, there will be a shift for the time being. Um, and once we, you know, calibrate and see how that is, you know, that things may readjust slightly. But certainly a hybrid model would, I think, would favour the majority. So Olu's Fantastic. dream of working, in, of working in Bali is over. Oh, I'm telling no, no, you. Not necessarily, not necessarily over, but for tax implications, possibly. But also it's subject to the expectations of the role. Sometimes they say work remotely wherever you want, or they say work remote, remotely, but be based in the UK. Yeah. And I think that's par partly the problem with Apple and some of the Apple employees. I think they probably relocated and moved to different locations. Of and course, now they're they mandating to the family, them yeah. to, to come back yeah, to the they office. Move. They're not able to do that. But no, this has been a really good episode. Um, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. And I'll pass it on to Daniel. Yeah, and if you if you want to let us know what, what, what your work situation is, you know, comment on the post or DM us. We can share anonymously. I'm happy to do so. But as always, stay well, stay healthy. Um, God bless. Any feedback for us, find us on Instagram at takeflightpodcast or email us at takeflightpodcast at gmail.com. See you next week for Take Flight Takeaways. Peace. Take off, take flight with you.